Cambridge Insider Podcast time. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode of the Cambridge Insider Podcast. As always, my host, Meg, how are you? Hi, great to see you. I'm doing well, thank you. How are you doing? Also doing well, thank you. Today's um, a very pertinent topic that we're discussing, something that's swirling around the news, even though we wouldn't necessarily want it to be swirling every anywhere or everywhere. Um, and that is this new variant called Omicron. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's potential impact on the market, on schools, on recruitment, on students. Um, we felt it relevant just to have a discussion about that. Uh, Megs, before we get into sort of the nitty gritty, just your thoughts in general on this. I know both you and I have discussed schools reaching out and asking about this and what does this mean? Just your thoughts? I think that first of all, we were so smoothly transitioning through the whole first semester, right? All this, everybody has protocols in place. They're following them. There hasn't been major outbreaks in most places. And all of a sudden, this came on fast and furious. I think the good news is, is that because as, as schools and as outside industries, there are so many protocols in place. And so we, we do, as a society, know how to deal with this and how to move forward. And it's, I think now the most important thing is to just really double check your protocols your communication plans and um, and become vi- vigilant because that's what universities are having to do right now, and they are having to go back to some of the some of the protocols that everybody was hoping had could be put to rest. But that's why we have them, right? They're safety plans, and um, and they seem to be working. Absolutely. I, th- I think that's the, 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 the very much the big silver lining. I want to call it a big silver lining on this entire um, thing is that we are just so much more prepared now than, than we, we were, you know, two years or a year and a half ago, 18 months ago. Um, and I do want to say that up front because I do want families, students, agents, schools to just take a deep breath, um, understand that, yes, this is not ideal. We don't necessarily want another variant. From what I've read, and I'm certainly not an expert, it's fairly normal for new variants and, and for new versions, for lack of a better word, of, of this um, COVID virus to be swirling around. Um, but again, we're prepared. We have protocols in place. We've learned to live. Somebody said it really well. We've learned to live the past couple of months with COVID. Um, you know, that's become a part of, of the norm now. So it's not, oh, masks, oh, hand sanitizers. How do we do this? How do we get into school? How do we teach? You know, there are systems in place and protocols in place that protect us from complete disaster in this case. And I think that's important to remember because panic certainly is not something that's going to help us in this moment. Yeah. And and with this, with the Omicron specifically, uh, we know that it's much, much more contagious. And initially, when it when it first came out a few weeks ago, the concern was, oh, my goodness, is it both more contagious and more severe? And that doesn't seem to be the case. Part of that is because of vaccinations. Mm-hmm. Right now, there are so many colleges who just in the past two to three days have been closing to in-person and having students take their exams online. Uh, and that's because students are getting sick. 
but or or becoming getting the testing positive a lot of these students don't even have uh symptoms right mm. and part of that is because of vaccine policies at the schools schools oftentimes in, in colleges test often that had been um relaxing i think around the country that had been relaxing somewhat because with the vaccines everything seemed to be normalizing more and now it's back so in a way it's a heads up to us to pay attention as as schools as high schools as as universities this is in the sports programs now uh but again we do have the systems in place to be able to address this absolutely so. yeah and i think just on that point so if we are talking specifically about schools I think at this stage of the of the race, communication um, is key. Communication to parents and to families and to potential students and to Cambridge Network and to your SDM and your PM and anybody that you work with, communication is key. Communication about how safe is the campus? Uh, what are the protocols that we continue to adhere to? What are some of the emergency protocols? If somebody does test positive, how does that work? I think re-emphasizing some of those things specifically to international families that do not have the luxury of the local news and the local community informing them, it's so, so important. Do not be surprised if you speak to an international student, a potential student, and they have wild ideas about what's happening with Omicron and what's happening with COVID in the US. It's your responsibility as a school to keep families, potential students and students informed. And you do that through concise communication. I think that's point number one. I think the second point is you've worked so incredibly hard to put protocols, put structures in place, re-emphasize that, make people feel at ease by telling them, hey, we wear masks or we file into the building like this, or we do sanitizing, yeah, or temperature checks, yeah, or this is how many people get tested a week. This is the rate of vaccination. These are all tidbits of information that will allow people to make informed decisions and very likely put your school in a really good place um, for the for the for the coming recruitment season. All true. Communication is totally key uh, and and really emphasizing within your community and in our case outside to international families so, so that everybody has more peace of mind. And also in this case, I think timing could be a really interesting part of this equation because as we go into the holidays many schools are going on holiday for a couple of weeks now this includes higher ed universities as well as high schools middle schools elementary schools so there is some downtime on the one side that's great because that that gives the possibility for the virus to potentially ride out somewhat it also means more travel. So for mm -hmm. schools, that means when your students come back to, to really be following up if there are any updates from the CDC and really having a strong presence again of your COVID protocols, whether that's on your website, whether it's through newsletters, really broadcasting that fully and having your, your staff and faculty really up to, to speed also. Um, yeah. So we'll see how it plays out. But I mean, even when you go outside of education and you go into big group types of activities like the NBA and the NFL, and they're on record now because 
they, they've had a, a lot of um, illness within their community. So, so now they're going back to their protocols and really looking at how do we move forward in a positive, safe way. And I think that's the key for schools to do also. There was recently an article that came out um, that schools are really balancing the mental health and well-being of their students, as well as the physical health and well-being of their students. And as we know from extended lockdowns that happened last year, uh, the, the mental health effects were significant, I think, yeah. in a lot of cases, especially yeah. in younger yeah. Absolutely. I think, you know, to to um, emphasize what we've said is we're in a place now as a country, as a world to continue moving forward despite the virus, which is the positive side of this. So, um, you know, I had a school reach out and say, what does this mean for the market? I, I don't think and, and, and our, our you know, data is telling us that we don't foresee the market to change much. The, the, the recovery of the international student market will continue to recover. However, it remains schools' responsibilities if you do want to recruit well to send the right messages. These are things that our international community is concerned about. It's your responsibility as a as a learning institution to emphasize all these protocols, safety protocols, what your campus looks like. That's really on the school to do that. And yeah. as you said, this is the new normal all over the world, all countries, communities, neighborhoods schools are dealing with this right how to move forward in the new normal and we've learned so much and our scientists have delivered so many um so much information and so there are new there are new possibilities for addressing viruses coming out every day i mean it's really warp speed we're so fortunate to live in the time that we live to have something this monumental as far as public health happens um, because we I feel like globally we're addressing it and mm -hmm. and from a school's perspective internationally you're dealing with so many different cultures who are also dealing with the same Omicron is everywhere right mm -hmm. there are going to be other variations I'm sure that that also are everywhere and as communities, we're going to have to be rolling with it and, and to assure uh, families from other countries, it's just really important, as you said earlier, to just communicate and, and to have those protocols working for you, mm -hmm. right, in place and implemented. Absolutely. And for, and for, you know, for agents, for families, for students that are listening to this, um, Stay vigilant, of course, you know, we, we've we've said that from the very beginning, but understand that um, as we've said previously, the same message that we're in a place now where we can move forward safely, where your safety, both your your your, your physical safety, but also your mental well-being, are, 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 there's a big emphasis on that from schools. We're fortunate that the past year, I would say, since the vaccine started rolling out and, and students have been back to that in-person learning, maybe a little less than a year, We've really had very, very few outbreaks in our schools, and I think that's a testament to, um, you know, to the great protocols that they have, the great people that are working tirelessly to implement those protocols, the high levels of vaccination, uh, the stringent levels of testing, temperature checking, hand sanitizing. So those protocols and those um, pushes for vaccination have certainly made our schools in the U.S. incredibly safe places. Um, I know the airlines are doing the same, um, you know, so getting on an airplane 
flying to a school in the US is likely a very, you know, there are a lot of other things that you can do that are a lot less safe than those. So I do right. want to reassure our families, um, right. you know, that things continue as per normal. Schools are open and schools have great pro uh, protocols in place. So reach out to your Cambridge Network representatives if you do have questions about schools and about vaccinations and about how things are looking on campus, but things are carrying on as per normal, which is the great news. Meg, any final thoughts from your side as we uh, as we kept this episode? So to all of you as individuals, keep your own protocols. Remember, like your health affects other people's health. So really, um, if, if you're in communities that are always wearing masks, if you're in big public spaces, definitely follow those protocols. And if you're not feeling well, please stay home. That's it. Okay. Some great advice. Meg, I appreciate you as always being on this episode. To all of our listeners, remember to click the right button, the like button, the subscribe button. Drop us a drop us a note or a question if there are future episodes and you want certain topics to be discussed. That's why we're here to inform all of our listeners. Um, and as always, we'll catch you around the next episode of the Cambridge Insider Podcast. Bye-bye, everybody.